0: Today is the 26th of October 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. Sorry, that sounded really robotic. I do apologize. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern it's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like support Walking the Way, you'd like more information, head to raybor.co.uk. The links to everything, including our social media, the downloads, everything else are in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. Let's tell our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Lord Jesus, our Saviour, stand by our side and protect us all the days of our lives on earth. Give us an understanding of the honor that belongs to God. Help us to see that you are sent so that heaven and earth shall one day bow down before God's almighty will. Stand by us so that we may hear, understand and accept your word. Stand by all of us, all our lives. Be with us in suffering, and when death comes to us, be with us in our last hour. May your grace be with us. Help us at all times to be firmly rooted in the will of God, our Father, our Father in heaven. Amen. Jude verse 22. Be merciful to those who doubt why do we assume that doubt is a bad thing i realize i might be preaching to the choir here but why do we think that doubt is a bad thing we all have doubts so why aren't we honest about it and why do we just do our best to appear as if we don't doubt anything many years ago i was going through a really deep spell of doubting god and i had a conversation with a very good friend of mine about how i was having these doubts how i was doubting everything really. He answered my question with a question. It's a good way to go. He asked, what if your doubt is the proof you need? And I kind of went, huh? What if the doubt is the proof you need? Now for me, there was no judgment from him that I was having doubts about God. Just lots of gentle probing questions. And that has always served me as a model on How to support those who doubt as I've gone through my life, really. So I want to ask you the question. How would you like to be treated when you have doubts? Because let's face it, we all have doubts. There can be no denying it. We will all at some point question what we believe and question what we experience. So how would you like the person who responds to your cry for help to treat you? Faith. Is wonderful. And for me, in reply to my friend's question, doubt is evidence of faith because you don't doubt what you don't at least at some level believe. So when someone comes to you expressing doubts in the goodness of God, for instance, be like my friend Eddie, be gentle because I'm pretty sure you've been there yourself. Loving God, as we read this letter from the brother of Jesus, help us to hear these words with your wisdom. Help us to respond to them with your grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading the letter of Jude. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, to those who have been called, who are loved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. Mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. For certain individuals, whose condemnation was written about long ago, have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people, who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign and Lord. Though you already know this, I want to remind you that the Lord at one time delivered His people out of Egypt, but later destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels who did not keep their positions of authority, but abandoned their proper dwelling, these He has kept in darkness bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. In a similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual immorality and perversion. They serve as an example of those who suffer the punishment of eternal fire. In the same way, on the strength of their dreams, these ungodly people pollute their own bodies, reject authority, and heap abuse on celestial beings. But even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil over the body of Moses, did not himself dare to condemn him for slander, but said, The Lord rebuke you. Yet these people slander whatever they do not understand, and the very things they do understand by instinct, as irrational animals do, will destroy them. Woe to them! They have taken the way of Cain. They have rushed for profit into Balaam's error. They have been destroyed in Korah's rebellion. These people are blemishes at your love feasts, eating with you without the slightest qualm, shepherds who only feed themselves. They are clouds without rain, blown along by the wind, autumn trees without fruit and uprooted, twice dead. They are wild waves of the sea foaming against their shame, wandering stars for whom blackest darkness have been reserved for ever. Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about them. See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and to convict all of them of the ungodly acts they have committed in their ungodliness. And of all the defiant words, ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These people are grumblers and fault finders. They follow their own evil desires. They boast about themselves and flatter others for their own advantage. But dear friends, remember what the Apostle of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, in the last time there will be scoffers who follow their own ungodly desires. These are the people who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the Spirit. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. To Him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before His glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God our Saviour, be glory, majesty, power and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages now and forevermore. Amen. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about those bits of Scripture that have caught our attention. And then after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. Links are all in the episode notes. We'd love to be able to pray for you and just lift you up wherever you are. We're also continuing to pray for the situation in the Ukraine, for a swift and a quick end to the war there, so that the people of Ukraine can start to rebuild their lives, and the people of Russia can start to rebuild their lives as they, they come to terms with the effects of this, frankly, mad war. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer book is about food and food waste. Let's pray, shall we? Lord, we look in one direction and we see so much hunger and need. We look in another and we see so much food being thrown away and wasted. 390 million tons of food were thrown away in 2021, Lord. 390 million tons thrown away how many people could be fed with all the food that's been thrown away so loving god we pray for our supermarkets we pray that they would be good stewards of your planet and not be driven by greed or pure profit we give you thanks lord for those supermarkets the pot of schemes that give away food that is still good even if the arbitrary use-by date says it isn't. We thank you for the forethought that new understandings of food hygiene have brought to questions of waste and hunger and poverty. And Lord, we ask today that you help us to be advocates for the poor and to stand up for those in need. Help us to be good stewards and to redistribute that which we are given which we no longer need. 390 million tons of food, Lord, thrown away. Lord, forgive us. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread.